The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Free Table Gamers. I'm here with Ashton as always. Hey guys, what's up? All right. Contrary to last week, we said there was no more topics left, but there was one. It just wasn't really a big one. And it wasn't really, I mean, it's still like really far out for what yeah. it is, but Nick and All Star 2 uh, got announced slash leaked. Yep, so uh, developers Ludosity and Fairplay Labs and publisher Game Mill Entertainment have announced Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, a sequel to 2021's hit four-player Super Smash Bros. Melee-like multiplayer brawler. It's due out later this year for Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X/S, and PC on Steam only. Bigger, better, and more. More characters, more stages, and more modes, plus a new campaign. Full cross-play for all platforms. Voice acting for every playable character. New mini-games, improved graphics, and more. In the single-player campaign, you'll be aiming to stop Danny Phantom bad guy, Vlad Blasmius, from conquering the Nickelodeon universe. Gameplay will also now include suit. New supers, which has this, as the name suggests, are ultra powerful moves that can swing the match in favor if used right. Used right. So, um, it's a pretty cool game. You know, obviously that was the first one that I always wanted to try out, but I never did. It's like multiverses. It's like Super Smash, like it said, but with Nickelodeon characters. So pretty cool. And I may pick it up on Steam or the Switch. I don't know, because usually you find it on sale pretty like pretty often so might be cool to check out yeah it seems like they're taking a page out of uh ultimate's handbook since they're already like trying to expand the universe which i know every smash game wound up introducing more characters than the last game that it had yeah from their first one on the n64 all the way up to ultimate but so but with the nickelodeon universe they pretty much started out with a lot of characters on the roster so the fact that they're adding even more on two is the saying something itself. Like I even think a leak source that I read said that uh, Arnold's grandma from Hey Arnold is going to be a playable character in that game. Huh. Yeah. So like somebody you would never think that will even really know that you would want to play as. Yeah. Like, I mean, that gives you, uh, you know, a thing to, you know, different characters are going to have a different attributes, which I mean, to an extent, because it's a fighting game, because you're going to have copycat characters. It don't matter what style fighting game it is. There's always going to be people with similar skill sets. It's yeah. just going to be whatever, like 
in Smash, Falco and Fox are the same character, basically. Just right, just clones, basically clones like yeah. uh, Ganondorf Captain and Falcon Melee. Yeah, was yeah. a clone of Captain Falcon. So he was just you know a more powerful version because he had a stronger hit, but he was a lot yeah. slower. Yeah. And then obviously Mario and Luigi, you know, on Melee, the whole shebang. So right, and then with all they have what three different type of links. Yeah. So, I mean, that's in itself, you know, basically the same person, just from a different timeline. Right. Different incarnation. But I believe there was a date released, too. It said October 24th on the one that I've seen. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get a date on mine, but I, I that sounds about right. Um, Now, it says it's going to be full cross-play for all platforms. I think that's something going forward that should be on all third-party games like if you're not an exclusive to a console if you're not made by microsoft sony or nintendo you need to be cross-platform with all other systems in my opinion i think it should be like that oh yeah i agree and i mean hopefully this is like a trailblazer for it all because i mean for one you're going to have a happier audience because you know they can play with everybody you don't have to have specific consoles to play with your friends right well, and it makes it so, just makes sense because you're already making it for all of those platforms anyway. Why not just allow them to play together? That's yeah, that's true too. And you know, if you do are one of those people that have multiple consoles, then you don't have to necessarily have uh, Live or PS Plus or you know Xbox Live PS Plus or a Switch membership separately to play with these you know different type of people. You can just have what you have and save money on that aspect as well so it helps the consumer out a whole lot right right and it i mean it's state like 2k this year is just now going to be cross-platform and it's only for next gen so i mean it's taken them this long and they still messed it up yeah which i mean i know their whole entire purpose is i mean 2k dabbles in the whole entire console marketing as i mean obviously they don't make their own console but I think they're so tight-knit with Xbox and PlayStation that they're just like, oh, yeah, no, we don't really care. We're going to try to force you to have, like, I think Microsoft and PlayStation are both signing 2K dollar bills to be like, hey, let's go ahead and make this just that way people have to buy our better consoles for this to work. Yeah, I mean, like, what was it, 2K22 was the first one on Next Gen, and it, PC had next gen but last year pc got current gen and this year well i guess technically next year 2k24 pc is getting current gen again so even if you have a pc which is more powerful than the next generation consoles you still can't play cross-platform so like you said maybe sony and microsoft are paying a little bit to 2k to get you know where even pc can't even get next gen anymore yeah because like you were just saying with the third parties you know it's a third-party developer. It, 2K is just, they just do games. They don't do anything else. Right. So, and like I said, I don't I didn't shy away for, with it from the FTC with the Activision thing. I think that Microsoft is just as guilty as PlayStation on this one to slot in a couple extra dollars to try to force people to get their newer consoles. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's smart in a thing because it's not really 
to an extent, I'm going to say, yeah, it's affecting us personally because we don't have next gen consoles. But at the same time, for the most part, it's not really going to bother for the you know for a reason. Yeah, you got a few friends that might be separated through a console generation, but for the most part, the people you normally play with are going to have the same type of console as you. Right. I mean, for us, it doesn't really matter because it's about on Switch anyway, and we can play together. But you know, just. For everybody else, not everybody's the same, so maybe it does affect some people that only have a Switch and, you know, their friends have already moved up to next-gen and they're going to buy it for next-gen instead of current-gen. Oh, yeah. I mean, I agree with you on that part, but like I said, it's really a weird situation with the thing. I mean, it, 2K would just be as easy just to do what Nickelodeon's doing with the All-Star Brawl and making up to where because you know even all-star brawl isn't the first one to do cross-platform games for no. everybody but it's a thing that's becoming more and more well, relevant yeah, each time. yeah definitely more common at, with almost every third-party game now you just see it i mean it, it's it's getting to where it's really surprising if you see a third-party company that doesn't have it because you see more that do than that don't now yeah like I said, in 2K's book, I think that Microsoft is a guilty party along with Sony this time and be like, hey, yeah, let's not uh, do this for our older consoles and try to get them to pay more money to do this. Which, I mean, it could be one of those things where, they're want, where they wind up dropping an exclusive console come September 28th for PlayStation and Xbox to have like a special 2K console. Yeah, it's possible. I think that's when the game's getting released. It's possible, but I doubt it because that'll cost 2K extra money to make. You know how 2K oh. is with their money. Oh, yeah, but I mean, they, at that point, if they were collaborated, they would still get a percentage from the sales. So, yet again, they're still making money from it. Yeah, but you know how 2K is weird. Uh, yeah, and, you know, it's not really a common thing that you see with a third party anyways. It's usually first party titles where it happens with. I don't think I've ever seen a third party like console that wasn't custom done by the like I haven't seen companies collaborate to make a third party title for a console. It's usually individual based that will customize it. Yeah. Like I said, Xbox they'll have their Halos and you know, special Xboxes like that. I guess technically so they had a Call have... of Duty console. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's true. But it's but Call at of that Duty. Point, they so. still have, yeah. It's kind of, you know, hard to go wrong with that right. one. No matter who you are. Yeah. And, but Activision wound up, you know, we're talking about the whole entire ownership thing too, but just like that whole entire, why you can't have a new Call of Duty on the Game Pass until 2025 is because PlayStation still has rights to the game until then. So that's, Kind of been the swap back and forth about every 10 or so years. Yeah. PlayStation and Xbox swap back and forth of who has rights to the game, per se. Xbox just wound up buying the whole thing, though, instead of They're like, yeah, doing well, like a part. We're not going to keep it for the next 10 years. We're just going to keep it forever. Yeah. And that's pretty much what it boiled down to was you were able to collaborate if you was partnering with that, which is basically, you know, the fundamentals of your partnering to make a console. Yeah. That's exactly what was happening. It wasn't that they had a hand in Activision. It was just, hey, we're partners. Do you want to do this? You'll get a certain percent of the shares or funds or whatever. Yep. 
So, like I said, you really don't see third-party titles doing that unless there's a partnership involved with it to that extent where they get a certain, you know, profit from the sales. Right, yeah. But first-party, they're able to get away with it because... Yeah, yeah, they make it. Microsoft, yeah, they make the games. Nintendo with Mario, Zelda one, you know, different type of Switches and everything else, GameCube throughout the years. It's all... You know, and then PlayStation with their Spider-Man PlayStations. It's God of War. It's just first party usually. Yep. That one went a little off the <laughs> path what I thought it was. It's okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of collaborations and partnerships, uh, another Nintendo collaboration is going on with Lego in a leak that sprawl across the internet, which isn't really technically gaming news, but since Nintendo's involved, Kinda, I'm going to allow it. I guess it's involved in uh, gaming IP. Yeah. But yes, it says uh, following the successful launch of Lego Super Mario and Lego Donkey Kong, a new rumor has surfaced about the next Nintendo franchise that could be receiving the Lego treatment. According to this leak, Animal Crossing theme sets are reportedly in the works. Targeting a March 2024 release, the leak claims that there will be a total of five sets, supposedly including figures with molded heads similar to Lego's own take on the animal villager, except our concept, Fabuland. I don't know what that is. But anyway, unfortunately, no images of these sets were shared, and the legitimacy of the leak is still a bit unclear. So, it's a rumor that Animal Crossing is going to be the next lego set i've also heard rumors that it's going to be a zelda set so i guess we'll just have to see animal crossing is a bit more believable than a zelda set but we'll just have to wait yeah, and see crossing is more i mean yeah the legend of zelda has like we've talked a lot on this podcast about zelda especially since tears of the kingdom release which i mean it would go the tears of the, i mean the, a zelda one would be more will realistic right now because yeah. the game did get released which could be why people was rumoring that one but animal crossing is has a wider audience because of the age gap right it's made for kids yeah. more yeah i mean you know, even though more kid friendly i guess up, but yeah yeah so, I mean, you've got that E for everyone tag on Animal Crossing game. There's not been an Animal Crossing game that's ever gone past E. Yeah. Wow. You know, Legend of Zelda has varied from E all the way up to T. Yeah. It's just one of those things where you're going to, even though it's a Nintendo product, you're still going to have a, I guess, more of an audience for animal crossing ironically nothing what you would zelda in that platform yeah even though i would buy a zelda one i'm not going to buy an animal crossing one but you know yeah i mean it is true that animal crossing is more child friendly so therefore it's going to sell more because it is a lego set it's a kid's toy at the end of the day so it's going to sell more because kids i mean they're both made for kids so they go hand in hand yeah even though lego has like their maximum age of like 99 or whatever yeah. but still it's uh it's building blocks yeah, like i said as far as video game relating to it goes is animal crossing is that more well-versed thing for children opposed to 
Legend of Zelda, because let's be honest, Legend of Zelda is a whole lot harder game than Animal Crossing. Yeah. For sure. Matt and Tom already took enough of my money in the days, so I don't need to give Tom Nook any more money. <laughs> I probably will not be buying the Animal Crossing one if it winds up going through, because, yet again, it is a leak, so Nintendo could pull the project just like that with everything else. Because they do that with leaks. All the time. Yep. They have all intentions of it actually happening, and then they're like, oh, you want to leak it? Nope, no more. Exactly. Which, I mean, is really, it sucks for the consumer base. I mean, like I said, personally, I wouldn't buy it, but at the same, like, even a Legend of Zelda one, I probably wouldn't buy it. Oh, I would. But, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things to where it's just like, okay, yeah, a lot of people will probably going to be buying this. Nintendo's like, nope, we want to surprise everybody with it. Yeah, I mean, they like their surprises if it's not a surprise anymore. A lot of times they just do away with it. They're like, eh, we don't care. We'll lose out on this money. Pikmin's the rare exception for the <laughs> surprise rule. Yeah. Women all their dying. It's a sad game. Yeah, all the death. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible where you go head-to-head -head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff, just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I believe starting tomorrow at the time of recording, which the deal is still going to be on the time it releases pretty much throughout the rest of the week whenever you do hear it if you're not listening live but the ps5 deal at target is a pretty good deal for anyone that wants to buy a ps5 brand new yeah so uh gamers looking for a playstation 5 can save 50 dollars soon at target retail stores for a limited time this temporary price drop is one of the lowest consumers have been able to pick up the ps5 
When the PlayStation 5 originally launched in November 2020, it became virtually impossible to purchase one, which everybody knows that. And then it goes on to say, today it looks like finding a PS5 on the store shelves is not an impossible task anymore. I just go to Walmart and see like four of them on the shelf at any given time now. I don't know if it's like everywhere, but it is here. But um, it says Target has put out an ad revealing that the PlayStation 5 will be on sale for $449.99 from August 6th to August 12th. This $50 price drop is one of the best deals for a PS5 that the console has seen in a retail store so far. And then it goes on to say that this is a standalone deal with no games bundled with the console. But it, Target is also having other deals as well with games, but they're just not included in this bundle. So The Last of Us Part 1 will be on sale for $49.99 as well as Gran Turismo 7 for the same price, saving players $20 for each game. And players looking to catch up with this series before Spider-Man 2 comes out can pick up Spider-Man Miles Morales with a $30 price drop for $39.99. Also, MLB The Show 23 has a $30 price drop. Also, you can save $25 on a new DualSense wireless PS5 controller during this deal as well. So they'll all be going on until the 12th. So pretty good deals uh, for games, PS5, console, and a PS5 controller. So, yep. So is Miles, I mean, I know Miles Morales is a completely different Spider-Man from the normal Spider-Man games, but is it, is the two the sequel to Miles Morales or is it its own standalone Spider-Man title for right now? I Honestly, I've heard it different ways, but I've heard that Spider-Man 2 is based off Spider-Man 1. It's not based off Miles Morales because it's, taken the spider continue the story of the original spider-man not the miles morales one okay because technically he's a multiverse spider-man because obviously the normal spider peter parker yeah see i don't they confuse me when they add all this multiverse crap into it i don't really know for sure but i'm pretty sure it's going off peter parker instead of miles morales Okay. I was going to say, because in all the Spider-Man games now, it seems like you can change your costume to every Spider-Man there is available. So it's just like, okay, which game is which in all actuality? Right. Because, you know, in technicality, like, you know who the character is underneath the suit while you're playing it. Right. But at the same time, if you you can play as Peter Parker Spider-Man and make him look like Miles Morales Spider-Man, are you really playing as Peter Parker? Right. Yeah. So I liked it better back in the early 2000s, you know, whenever you had Spider-Man 2 on the PS2 and there was no other Spider-Man. You just knew who you were playing as and there was no question. But now you, uh, somebody could be streaming on Twitch and playing the original Spider-Man, but playing in a different costume. And they're like, oh, which Spider-Man are you playing or who are you playing as or whatever? And you don't know unless they tell you. It's just, it's weird. Yeah, but Target has, well, it pretty much seems like any playstation deal for the major games that's been released for right now until the 12th well the 6th until the 12th my bad yeah starting at the day of recording uh tomorrow and if you're listening to live then right. start tomorrow yep uh and i know you mentioned gran turismo 7 which it's also it's receiving an update yes i set that up well didn't I? for the next one yeah you did <laughs> It says the 1.36 update for Gran Turismo 7 
arriving Monday, August 7th at 12 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, says, look forward to content celebrating upcoming Grand Turism, Grand Turismo move me, movie. I don't know why I got tongue twisted there. GT Cafe extra menus, four exciting new cars, and more to celebrate the release of the Grand Turismo movie this month. We will be running a gift campaign for the Nissan GTR Nismo GT318 from August 7th until September 28th. And there's a bunch of other stuff that are that's going on as well, but uh, I'm not going to read all of it. I'm just going to read the cars that she's going to get. Which are, yeah, early access to the Toyota Ambulance Hemadec, Hemadec links and watching the stream. Do not miss your chance. Okay, so you get a Chevrolet Corvette C1 58, a Maserati MC20 2020 model, Toyota Ambulance Hemadec 21, Toyota GR Corolla. Morizo, Morizo, edition 22. So those are the cars you get. There's a bunch of other stuff you get, but there's, it's really too much to read in one episode. So it's a good update for the, you know, movie. I like it when games and movies kind of collaborate with each other and, you know, kind of benefit each other out. It's pretty cool to see. Yeah. That's, I mean, I know the movie's called, Gran Turismo, so I'm surprised they don't try to base it off the first game opposed to the seventh game. But yeah. I guess you, with your most recent audience to an extent, or who knows, but the movie they made, which I mean, it's a racing game, so I never played a Gran Turismo, so I don't know what definite story it is, but I imagine it's just like a Forza Motorsports. Basically, you know, it's pretty much you from race to race, so obviously. You can take it with a grain of salt what actually goes on in between the scenes of the movie opposed to just the racing aspect of it. But, yeah, it's definitely good that they collaborated with the movie to add in cars to the game for the gamers out there that do play the game that are probably going to go out there and see the movie. Right. Yep. But yeah, uh, that, that's all the cars. So. If you have the game, go out there and get the cars for it. Yeah. But like you said, it's like right. it's basically Sony's Forza Motorsport. Yeah. It's not their Forza Horizon. Yep. Uh Green Man Gaming, which is a they're not a sponsor. Probably should be. But uh, reach out to. They're offering a deal for 2K24 pre-orders for the PC gamers only. Yeah, I hope I got the right one here. If not, then you'll tell me. But uh, the pre-order NBA 2K24 to receive the following digital items, 5,000 virtual currency, 5,000 my team points, 10 my team promo packs delivered one a week, five, six, that's weird, five, six my player types, boost types, three, three Gatorade boost types, 95 rated Kobe Bryant my team free agent card. Is that it? There's one more, but it's the hundred dollar game. I mean, it's it's the same that you get with every two K if you pre order with the special editions. Because I think there's the Kobe Bryant edition and there's the Black Mamba edition. 
And I think the Black Mamba edition is the hundred and twenty hundred dollar game, whichever one it is. And it has the hundred thousand VC and you know extra my team packs or whatever. It's still the same concept. It's just how much more VC and my player stuff you get gotcha. or my team stuff. Yeah, I looked into it so the other day. Like- so the Kobe Bryant edition is the standard edition. Black Mamba edition is one of the special editions, and then they have a twenty fifth anniversary edition. Gotcha. I thought it was just the Kobe Bryant edition. Like, I thought they was going to have like their normal cover athlete then right. pay tribute to Kobe through a Kobe edition and a Mamba edition. Right. Kobe Bryant edition is just him wearing number eight. That's the standard edition. Black Mamba is him wearing 24. And then the 25th anniversary is the $150 one. Gotcha. But with the PC gamers that they pre ordered on the Green Man Gaming website, they get. 15% off of those games. Okay. Cool. I think I did see that. That's, yeah, so I mean that's a way to save money if you're going to go out and buy 2K for the PC. Well, I would buy for PC if, you know, it was cross-platform with Switch, but it's not, so about for Switch. But I have bought from Green yeah. Man Gaming before. I've bought VC for Xbox from them before, and I bought mm-hmm. I think Injustice 2 on Steam like a couple of days ago or a couple of weeks ago right now. It was like on sale for $4. But yeah, it's Green Man Gaming. It's, it's a legit site, so don't worry about, you know, losing your yeah. money. And they accept PayPal and everything. So they're, they're a good company to buy from. They're not a sponsor, but we do think that it is a good deal if you want to go out there and get 2K24 for a little bit cheaper if you are a PC gamer. Yep. And if you're from Green, Green Man Gaming watching or listening, Hit us up with a sponsorship. That's right. <laughs> uh, got time for one more. Or two. Or three. No, yeah, just one. Maybe. Probably. My things just ran together because obviously the next two, because we're going to have one or two left over. It's just all, the next three are all Nintendo-based, so like my words are running together for a second. Uh, Nintendo rumors that it might be shutting down the original Splatoon servers for the Wii U. Yep, so Splatoon and Mario Kart 8's Wii U servers abruptly went offline back in March of this year due to a security breach. Since Nintendo has been winding down support for its last-gen console, it may have been assumed the servers for those games might remain offline forever. But thankfully, that will not be the case. However, if they encounter this issue again... Excuse me. Nintendo has warned the servers might be shut down for good. The servers will be back online by August 3rd, which was yes, uh, two days ago, time recording. So they are back up as of right now, day of recording. And in an update from Nintendo, it confirmed the servers for both games were swiftly taken offline due to the vulnerability issue when playing online. Either it was so serious that it has taken five months to fix, or Nintendo has had what it considers to be more pressing matters to Ten to since then so from what i understand the servers are taken down because people were hacking other people's wii u consoles and profiles and so nintendo took the servers down and so people thought that you know it was going to be offline forever because obviously they're not really worried about it but they have brought them back after five months but they basically said if this happens again and they probably won't fix it again. You know, if 
this is a one-time chance. If it happens again, they're not going to worry about it anymore because hardly anybody plays on it anyway. Yeah, it's, I mean, for one, it was their worst whole console, so they had that going for them. And, you know, the game is, at this point, 11 years old. The first one came out in 2012, I think so. Yeah, and then Mario Kart 8 is like 2013, 14. Yeah. Or it came out the same time as Mario, Mario Kart. It was one of those two. It either came out right before or right after. Yeah, I don't remember. But, yet again, they got Splatoon 3 to worry about on its right. Switch as the most current and everything else. So that's and what Mario Kart 8 out. Deluxe on Switch. Yeah, because Mario Kart, there's never going to be a Mario Kart 9 at this point. Probably not. <laughs> Well, some people count Mario Kart Tour as nine, so they they're saying the next one would be X or ten, but who knows? Yeah, guess we'll never know because they just keep on putting out DLC after DLC like Grand Theft Auto. Well, they say this is the last booster course coming out. I think Wave Six later this year, so we'll see if they do another booster pack. Destiny, take your notes. 10-year game right there. <laughs> yeah. Not even on purpose. Destiny's launch trying to do what Mario Kart 8's doing. <laughs> but I believe that is all the time we have for today. Yep. Got two more topics left. Whether Ashen decides to use them next week or not is all up to him, but probably. I think they're two relatively two knowledgeable ones. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably use them. So you guys will hear them next week. But stick around and listen to us next week to figure this stuff out. In the meantime, follow our live streams on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, subscribe to us on there. Uh, Redbubble for our merch. Yep. Red Circle for our podcast in general or wherever you get your podcast. Obviously, if you're listening to us on podcast platform, you know where you to get to us at on your podcast list. You know where so. you're listening to us at right now. That's right. But anything else, Ashton? All your um, personal stuff? My personal crap, uh, always in the description in our Discord. You can join us on there to find out any updates about the podcast or just to talk to us, chill, hang out, whatever. Um, but other than that, I think that's it. All right. Later, guys. All right. See you guys next week. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.